0: This is Shama with Girls and Geese. We have yet another edition of Ask a Black Belt. We are super excited today. We have SoCal Women's BJJ Mats, a founder and amazing, phenomenal instructor, as well as competitor, has a super strong women's team. We got Jill Baker out of Baker's Jiu-Jitsu. We should have her on here in a little bit. Little bit. Uh, Hi, how
1: are you? Good, good, good. How are we okay. Technology works so
0: far, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So, tell, tell, tell the viewers a little bit about yourself. I kind of did a little bit of a preemptive kind of introduction, but go ahead and, and let everybody know a little bit about yourself.
1: Okay, um, I'm Jill Baker. I've uh, been training about 14 years, um started training with my husband because we had a gym open already and I just figured that if I ever wanted to see him then I better start jiu-jitsu so um that was kind of my first two years and then um after that like just fell in love started competing and just um just really like cannot imagine myself without jiu-jitsu now so Awesome. So, so you are
0: also the founder of SoCal Women's BJJ Open Mat. So, tell us a little bit about that. Where did the idea come from, and what do you guys do? We,
1: uh, okay, so, uh, I feel like Shama, like, we're soul sisters. Like, we have the same um, mission. Mine's just a little smaller, and um, sometimes misguided. Yours is kind of, like, very streamlined and awesome. So, (laughs) Um, SoCal Women started... uh, I went to a tournament as a blue belt and competed against, um, a fellow blue belt that I had never met before. But, um, after, you know, at tournaments you get together with girls and you just start talking and hanging out and having, um, building relationships with girls. And, and she had this idea and, um, and she wanted to do an open mat with, with girls in California. She's, she said, you know, at my gym, we only have two girls. And I was like, yeah, me too. We only have two or three girls. And so she's like, well, why don't you bring your two or three? I'll bring, we'll bring our two or three, and then we'll try to get, you know, um, some girls together, training together. And so um, our first one was, I think it was June of 2011. Oh, wow. It's, it sounds like a, a crazy long, long time ago, but yeah. 2011, it's almost been 10 years, and um, we had a whopping 20 girls on the mat, and it was back then, 20 girls, like, fully, like, dressed in geese with belts, and everything was, like, the hugest thing ever, and so I, I kind of felt like I was walking into a dream, like, oh, my gosh, all of these girls speak my language, and they kind of have the same goals as me, and the same all kinds of things that, you know, the things that I want to do, they want to do, and so it was just a beautiful first day, and then um, from that point, we just started doing one a month, and um, we did one event a month for the first, I think, three years, and um, and then we started scaling back a little bit to, like, maybe once every two months or something like that, and that's where we're at now, um, barring the 2020 curse, you know, but... Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah. So that's, that's the story on that. I'll have to give a shout out to Cecily Fishman. She's, she was the the original um, idea behind this whole thing. And Felicia o also, I think was um, one of her coaches. So um, they were both involved before I was, but. Awesome. Awesome.
0: Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. I think it's, I mean, it, it's, If you haven't told, if you can't tell by what I do, (laughs) I think it's super important that women and girls come together and train. I think it's not only just for the opportunity to roll together, but just for the solidarity and the support. Because like you said, back in 2011, there weren't many women. and, And in some areas now still, too, there are a lot of one of two, one of three, one of one women in their academies. And uh, seeing as how jiu-jitsu grown for women, sometimes we forget that, that there still are those women out there. So that's why it's, I, I commend what you're doing because I think it's super important for all of us. Thank to- you. Yeah,
1: that's awesome. Uh, you as well, for sure. Um, and yeah, it just, jiu-jitsu girls, once you get them in and hooked, it's like they're a different breed. And so... All of a sudden, it's like, oh, it's beautiful. Like we all are on the same page, and and everything's good. Like, can we just like beat each other up for a couple hours, and then you know go have a soda or
0: something afterwards, <laughs> and everything's good. So, awesome. So, if you guys are tuning in, uh, this. How this segment works is you can feel free to comment in. Like I said, Jill has a lot of experience as an instructor, as a competitor, as a coach, uh, as providing these opportunities for women and girls, building a women's team. So if you guys have any questions, feel free to chime in. Otherwise, Jill and I are just going to be keep having a conversation here, and you guys get to tune in and listen. <laughs> so... It has been one of the, so you, you also have a, a really strong women's team that you've built up for some time now. What are some advice that you can offer, maybe just like 101, building a women's team or with building a women's program that you can maybe give out to some of the people tuning in today that want to have that in their school?
1: Really, um, I, the most success that we've had is, um, well, I mean, we've had success with, with women from all different aspects of life, but just letting them know that it's possible. So these moms come to class, and sometimes they are, um, you know, just, they have taken themselves completely out of the equation of, of learning something new or doing something for themselves or anything like that. And so sometimes, um, you know, they'll be sitting and watching their kids, and and um, I will, like, go up and encourage them to come to a women's class to just try a class for free and, like, you know, just see how it goes. and. And their, their face, their expression is, like, the first time, like, like me? Like, no, you know? And then, um, you know, we push a little harder, and they get here, and they are so good because they've been watching for years, you know? Either they've been watching their husband or they've been watching their child or whatever, and they already know, like, all of the um, terminology and all of this stuff, and, and their body just moves the right way. So we've had a lot of success with that. Um, I. I do the women's class a little bit differently than um, the coed class that I do. Um, we we do a lot of drilling and a lot of like muscle memory movement stuff like that because I feel like women rely more on a routine and a structure. Um, I feel like men can just walk into a gym and be like, "Hey, let's let's wrestle." And women <laughs> aren't always like aren't always like down to wrestle right at first. So. So I've made that like adjustment, a little more cardio, a little more drilling, and a lot of instruction, and we go from there. But um, we have a really solid group of girls now um, that are just tough and ferocious and, and at the same time welcoming to the new people who might be a little bit um, nervous or
0: apprehensive when they're starting. So, Do you think having a women's program or women's specific class Uh, contributes to having more women in your school. Do you think that's something that kind of leads the way into getting people into the co-ed
1: classes?
0: Yeah, I think absolutely. Um, The
1: girls, a lot of girls will just start with the women's class and start where they feel comfortable and then learn enough that they show up um, like on a co-ed day. And whenever I see them, like, oh, we had a group of women that were just coming to the women's class and they all showed up on a Saturday together. And it was like, uh, Saturday is like a, our co-ed, our big co-ed class. And uh, uh, they all walked in and I was like, oh my gosh, like a dream come true. Like, you know, and they are all rolling with the guys and doing well. And the guys sometimes will say like, whoa, like what are you doing over there in the girls class? So, so yeah, it's, it's really rewarding, wonderful. I think that's definitely um, a big part of why we have so many girls on the
0: mat is our women's class. So, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. No, I, this, a lot of people, when they ask, hey, what is, uh, you know, what's the trick to having a good, uh, large women's program, or getting more women in the academy, period, and I say, get a women's class. Do you think it's important for a woman to be teaching that class? I was just
1: going to say that. <laughs> I think um, cause we did start a women's class, uh, maybe like in I don't know, maybe like a year before I started teaching it, and oh. my husband is like a fantastic like shout out to Matt Baker, he is a great, great coach, but for some reason, like it just didn't click, like like it just was so hard to get the women to show up, and to get them to feel comfortable, and to get like Matt on board, like speaking our language, and and all of that, so when I started, man, I was nervous because I was purple belt, and um so it's was like,, I don't even know if I have anything to teach these people, you know, like just just like, oh, but um, man, our first class, like I had probably like eight or nine moms show up, and they were in their geese, and they were all excited, and we went from there, we learned so much, so yeah, I think it's definite it definitely has to do with having women instructor and then um just building the like that confidence of the women who are coming to
0: class too yeah absolutely so we got a couple questions otherwise I'll just keep running I can talk all day I
1: know I see all (laughs) of my all of my friends like hi
0: so looks (laughs) looks like there's one um it says is there any diet you would recommend for teenage girls is there any what like a specific diet, like a a jujitsu, you know how they have a the Gracie diet, or do you, do you think that there's a diet that maybe parents should kind of, you'd recommend for teenage girls? My, okay, so that's
1: the worst question ever, and probably my daughter is watching somewhere on here, and she will laugh in my face if I tell you, like, just eat healthy, and this and that, but, um, I think moderation in life is the key to happiness and and being okay overall. So um, if you're going to have a pizza night, then make sure you follow it with a salad night <laughs> and, <laughs> and that kind of thing. You know, make sure your body's active and you're moving and then you're, you're giving it the food that it needs to do the things that you're asking it. So I don't go too crazy. I've done the vegetarian thing. I've done the, like, the paleo thing. I've done all kinds of um, different things. But um, what I've really learned is, like, calories and calories and um try to get at the most nutrients i can into my body so that it can you know keep up with me what i'm asking it to do so
0: absolutely balance on your on your women's (laughs) balance i think that's the key of life (laughs) yes yes so they have a question they're asking um you know is there well it says can you chat a little bit about the diversity of the team ages slash competitors versus non-competitors. And I'm not sure exactly where they wanted to go with that, but I guess one of the questions I can think of is, is there a different way that you would coach and instruct somebody within those different demographics?
1: Absolutely. We have, um, in our women's class, we have actually, like, um, from well, we have girls as young as eight, I think, that are coming to the women's class, and then all the way up to 50-something, uh, you know, um, so I'm a firm believer in, like, Jiu-Jitsu is for everyone. We can all make each other better no matter our strengths or our weaknesses. Like, if I'm rolling with an 8-year-old, I can make her better for sure, but she can also make me better, you know? Like, I can put myself in difficult positions. I can play um, no hands. I can do all kinds of things to challenge myself and um, not feel like I'm just giving up around, you know? And... Um, so I think there's always something to do. Um, we do have a, a big, probably um, maybe like a 50% popu- of our women population that are competitors. And so, um, you know, we try to put together a game plan for them when they're getting ready for a tournament. We try to give them like mock rounds where they're doing tournament rounds. We do what we call smokers, which is just a different partner every minute just so they're getting the the crazy... Um, cardio going too and um, we just try to support them but at the same time we try to support the non-competitors as well so that everyone feels like they are growing and getting better um, because that's you know the main thing not winning a
0: medal but um, you know just growth as a person (laughs) absolutely absolutely speaking of competition what is one of the biggest hurdles that you've had to overcome
1: um well I have a, a funny story actually just uh as a competition, um, story, uh, it was the night before, um, nationals, and I think it was a brown belt, um, I was making food for my kids, and I was in the kitchen, and I made like a can of soup, um, for one of, for one of the kids, and I threw the can in the trash can, and then, like, five minutes later, went and grabbed something out of the trash can for some stupid reason, like, never put your hand in the trash can, right, but, um, the, the lid for the can of soup went all the way in like I don't know if you could see my hand like between my thumb and my pointer like right here oh and um and got stuck in my hand like and I just came up like like ER take me to the ER and um so I had like some some stitches that night and then uh, went and competed the next day and um yeah with a with a big tape um thing so that was um that was a small obstacle, but it was a
0: funny story at least. <laughs> <laughs> that hurts. I've done that before. It's not not in that particular like situation. But. Like we just
1: we just cannot we just have to know like we cannot reach in a trash can ever. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking, but yeah. So so there's a lesson for the rest of you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Someone asked, have you ever beat Professor Matt? Always. Up? I beat him <laughs> every day. yeah
1: when we roll in class he's I'm really just like letting him win so um, yeah like like, I tap him I take his back all the time so yeah I'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) no no I that is my life goal actually to tap Professor Matt so one of these days I will get him
0: yeah (laughs)
1: it's good to have (laughs) goals I like that question I see it can a man teach his wife without arguing? Ooh. That's a hard one. Uh, just kidding. I think it's very possible. We've had a, a lot of um, a lot of success with husbands and wives training at our gym, and um, there's something to be said for like sharing a common hobby or common like um, practice. You know, if mm-hmm. you're both, um, especially. Well, I mean. Oh, before a competition, could it can get really ugly if you're both competing because then you're both hungry and you're both um, you know stressing and the week before tournament anyway is probably the worst week of your life you know but um, <laughs> but the week after is the best if you guys make it through that far so like you 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 climb that mountain together so it's been really really good you know hi Baker hi <laughs> that's,
0: my, that's my kid what. What is the biggest lesson that you've learned uh, through your jiu-jitsu journey?
1: Uh, I think um, one of the biggest lessons is just to keep and um, jiu-jitsu can be beautiful some days and most days and jiu-jitsu can be painful emotionally physically um, egotistically some days <laughs> and um, you know if you have a bad day it's, it's the next day that's going to be a good one always you know and so if you just keep that um, in the back of your mind and just know that you know if I had a bad day it's going to get better and I'm, I'm still learning I'm still growing even if I'm losing every single round I'm, I'm still making progress I'm still learning life lessons because a lot of the jujitsu lessons that we learn here are are not just jujitsu lessons so they're not making us good at jujitsu they're making us good at Life, you know, like so. Um, <laughs> and, and that's been a thing. I'm a teacher as well. Um, I teach um, kindergarten through sixth grade, but um, so I've always learned that lesson with that too. Like, um, if you have a bad year, if you have a challenging year at school, like the next one always gets better. So just keep showing up, keep um, that dedication in your life, and
0: um, and you can go as far as you want to go. Absolutely, and I, I agree completely. Mm -hmm. Speaking of, of, you know, being a a wife and an instructor and having a career, how, do you have any advice for for women and men that are trying to have it all? Um, Is there any tips that you can offer?
1: Yeah, I think that we're meant to have it all. Like, as long as we keep it all in balance and don't over-prioritize, I think that we're meant to live full lives and so we're meant to be happy with a partner we're we're meant to have kids if we if we choose to we're meant to have a career that's fulfilling and then we can have hobbies as well like we do not ever have to give up everything to do one thing you know like i um and i always say like for jujitsu people especially when we give up everything and seek jujitsu i don't think that's a healthy balance as well because Man, when we put everything into uh, winning a a gold medal or a tournament or whatever, and it just doesn't go our way because it's a five-minute match or a ten-minute match, that's a heartbreak that I don't want to deal with, you know? I want to be able to walk off that mat and know that I gave it my my all, but also know that, like, I have my my kids at home that are healthy. I have my husband at home who's my everything. I, um, you know, have my job to go back to, and so I think that that's – that's the, the meaning of life, is to live a full and balanced life,
0: you know? Absolutely. And
1: to eat lots of pizza.
0: <laughs> In modern <laughs> 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 No. Yeah. Also, let me see if we have any more questions. That was such a good closing right there. <laughs> no, but it, yeah, I, I think you're absolutely right. And I talked about I think a lot of the times when people first start jujitsu, jitsu they kind of put all their eggs in one basket, right? Because it's just yeah. this. I've heard somebody describe it as this seductive mistress. We just get in, in you know, enticed by it, and it becomes our whole world. And it can let you down if that's all you have. You can't put yeah. all your eggs into one basket. So I think that's a really good uh, viewpoint to have um, on it. So closing out, uh, the last... Uh, question that I have is, what is the best piece of advice that you've ever gotten?
1: I think the best piece of advice in that is like something that I've already kind of um, pointed out, but it's just um, keep smiling, keep being positive, and keep supporting your team, and keep showing up, you know? And that would be the only advice that I would give to anyone starting, like, keep supporting your team keep showing up, keep smiling, and um, and just hug people, you know, like enough of this, like staying six feet apart and all of this nonsense, like go out and love people, whether you're on the mat or off the mat or whatever, like be a positive to, to people's life and and just enjoy the ride for what it is, you know. Yay, Debbie, you're my favorite Canadian
0: for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was such a pleasure having you on. Thank you so much for dropping those wisdom on us today it was really awesome to be able to talk with you you're somebody that I very much respect anybody who tries to get out there and provide these opportunities and support women in jiu-jitsu I know how hard it is I know how much energy goes into it so I applaud your efforts and I look forward to seeing what you guys do once uh, all of this is hopefully over in <laughs> some time hey. So,
1: yes, and good luck to you as well, Shama. Thank you so much for having me on. It was fun. Absolutely. We'll have to do it again. You take care.
0: Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Take care. See you guys next time.